Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Wake Up and Grow. I'm your host Natalie Bittinger and today's episode is titled The Illusion of Independence. And I'm going to be jumping around in the New Testament quite a bit today. Um, But we're going to get... I'll let you know what I'm reading ahead of time. Or once I get there. So with Thanksgiving coming up this week, one of the many things some of us are going to be grateful for is family or friends. The people around us, the people we associate with and socialize with. And I kind of thought it was appropriate to talk about how, in specifically in American culture, the how the idea of independence can potentially harm our faith. So I guess the question I want to start out with was, or is, would you consider yourself an independent person? I know for me, I would say for the most part, yeah. I mean, I still currently live with my parents because financially I cannot afford to live on my own quite yet. But for the most part, yeah, I would say I'm independent. If you say the same thing, if you consider yourself an independent person, why do you do that? Why do you consider yourself independent? What makes you independent? The dictionary defines independence as the fact or state of being independent. And with that definition, there are some revealing synonyms. And those of you who have been listening long enough know that my brain absolutely loves to pick apart words and... (laughs) figure out how the English language affects our definition of it and all sorts of stuff. But these synonyms, they really kind of opened my eyes to how we view our independence as Americans. And I have four synonyms here. Self-government self-rule, self-reliance, and self-sustenance. Notice how all of those synonyms begin with the prefix self. And in Natalie's personal opinion, This is one of the major dangers of including the independence ideology in our faith and in our walk with Christ. We we become focused on ourselves, specifically our performance and our abilities. We slowly become self-centered within our independence. And this can lead us to forget who it is that we should be giving all the glory and honor and praise to, God. Because without him we are nothing, first of all we cease to exist, 
as pointed out in the first chapter and first five verses of John. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. When we get so focused on our independence, we forget just how dependent we really are on God. And we also forget how, well, the fact that he created us for community. If you look back at when God created Adam, he, after Adam was in the garden for a while, he notices Adam can't do this on his own. Thus, he creates Eve. And with this episode, I'm not just talking about, like, companionship between, like, a husband and a wife. That's included in this. But I'm also talking about the community that we have with the body of Christ. If you will go to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 with me. This is where a lot of the scripture is going to come into play, is with this idea of church community. I'm actually going to read 24 as well. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Some more evidence of our need for church community within the Bible is in Acts chapter 2, verses 46 and 47. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Lastly, we'll look at Colossians 3, verses 15 and 16. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace, and always will be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. So we were created and designed for community. 
That's very evident in the Bible. Those are just a, a select few of the verses that mention our need for a church community. And we can even look beyond the Bible for evidence of our need by looking at other forms of God's creation. If I asked you what the strongest and fiercest animal on earth was, what would you say? My guess is that a lot of you would probably think of a lion or a wolf. Interestingly enough, both of those animals live in groups, a lion in a pride, a wolf in a pack. And for both of those animals, the member that strays too far from the others is the member that dies and becomes prey. And we see this in the American church today. We see people leaving the church, people isolating themselves because something happened to the church or they don't think the church is for them, whatever the reason might be. And their faith eventually dies. This isn't helped by the fact that the American idea of independence tells us that the quote-unquote lone wolf is the strongest one, that you don't need anybody else, that you're better off alone, that only you can truly meet your needs, or that asking for help is a sign of weakness. Let me drill this into your head, and I will say it probably way too many times. But none of those are true. None of those statements I just listed are true. God created humans. God created his children to reap the rewards from community. Independence, the idea that I have to be self-reliant all the time, often leads to isolation. And isolation can have drastic effects on our mental, physical, and spiritual health. We saw many of these consequences played out when, in the midst of COVID, the COVID wave, all these social distancing and these lockdowns. In addition, we when we when we rely so much on independence we quickly convince ourselves that if we can't do things on our own or if we need to ask for help if we find ourselves not being 100% independent which I know no one is except God himself if we find these things then we convince ourselves that we're a failure that we are, in fact, weak. And this is exactly what Satan wants you to think and believe about yourself. 
when we isolate ourselves, we lose the protection of a Christian community and become more at risk for Satan's attacks. You, you would not expect a single soldier to go out and battle against a whole army. That soldier is going to go with an army of his own. Same applies to our faith and our defense against Satan. When we have the church surrounding us, we have those warriors who will keep and help defend us from those attacks and the lies that Satan tells us. The church, the, the Christian community that we surround ourselves with, they remind us of the truths in God's word. They pray with and for us. They help encourage us and they bring us closer to Jesus who can help us in any situation. Now, I, I'm not saying that being independent in and of itself is a bad thing. I think independence can kind of show some level of maturity, sort of, um, but I also know that some of us, some of you may have been forced to be independent, you know, maybe Maybe your home life wasn't good and you had to go out on your own. But we have to be very careful, especially those of us who live in the American culture, that we don't let our independence lead us to isolation, both socially and spiritually. And we also have to make sure that we don't forget just how dependent we really are upon Jesus and the community he created us for. I think one of the biggest reasons why people are leaving churches, why we are becoming isolated is because there isn't a true community within whatever within that church the church has become a building versus a people which is incredibly unfortunate and sad and if you have if you're one of the people that has left a church because there's no community within that church I encourage you to do one of two things. Find a church with a com that is rooted in community and growing together or creating a community within that church you left. We are called the body of Christ, and the body is connected. 
we can't do this alone. We can't follow Jesus alone. All of the time. There are going to be moments where it may seem like you're alone. And there might be moments where he will ask you to step out alone. But he will always lead you to community with his other followers. So again, I can just encourage you to search for Christian community and to not fall to the illusion of independence that you are the only one that can sustain yourself can sustain yourself and that you will always be independent I want to thank you again for listening and remind you that wake up and grow is released bi-weekly this is every other Monday And I encourage you to give Wake Up and Grow a follow on Facebook and Instagram at WUG Podcast. That's spelled W-U-G Podcast. Again, I'm Natalie Bittinger, and this has been Wake Up and Grow.